standing in the middle of a field, walking down the street, listening to some tunes on your headphones, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, for no reason... Bullets start flying. And do you know who it was? No, I have no idea. No idea. Is anyone upset at you for anything? No, didn't. I, I really didn't get a good look. Oh, I forgot the other thing that they always have in common. Didn't see this this time around, but usually the victim, at first, they thought it was fireworks. <laughs> well... That's always the other thing you always hear. I thought... Heard something that sounded like fireworks. <laughs> then I realized I had been shot six times in the face. <laughs> Is that blood? Whoops. How did that happen? It's one hell of a bottle rocket. Man. Yeah. Well, what, was it July 4th? Fireworks? No. It's, no. It's middle of July. Late July. But I thought it was fireworks. Yeah. Uh, David from San Francisco is on line one. David, how are you even breathing with the air out there from all the forest fires? How is that happening? Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I hadn't looked at that. Uh, there's supposed to be a, I think it's called purple air, and uh, you can see the the readings for the day. And I, last time I looked at it, it was still in the green. But uh, if wow. the wind has shifted, uh, maybe I better put uh, close one of those windows over there. Well, I can tell you right now, all the way over here in Tennessee, we could barely breathe last week just from all all of the haze coming from the western fires. Wow, you didn't get the coverage that New York did. You're what? You're not a thousand miles away. You're what? Seven seven fifty or something? Off the top of my head, I could not tell you, but we're a far distance from California. No, I mean from New York. Oh, from uh, New York. Yeah, we're about eight hundred miles. I'd say seven hundred miles. Yeah, yeah. So I a mean, a few media the, markets the, or less. We were getting the idea that it was a northern, uh, like a pinpoint up to New York, but huh. apparently they just had the publicity agents. But, uh, no, I'll keep track of that. But, uh, you know, the idea, well, while we're doing comparisons like that, smoke and COVID, I'm I'm, uh, calling regarding the COVID, and these guys are pretending that it's just some disease you can live through, but it's really more like an allergy spreading uh, or an allergy, you know, virus is not alive, right? It's sort of like a mineral that's wrapped in a, a coating. And the coating, if damaged, the thing just falls apart and turns back into a mineral. And so viruses you can kind of get rid of if you just settle down. And because America and because the entire world haven't settled down all at the same time, we're stuck with this traveling batch of allergy, uh, which is a deadly allergy, if I understand right, it takes your lungs and it makes them spasm so much that you send up white blood cells and antibodies and every kind of way to oppose it, and they all die, and then you drown in your own pus. And so it's not a real nice way to go. It doesn't sound and, it. Yeah, and, and it, but if, you, if the entire world had just settled down like a year and a half ago, we wouldn't have the quantity that's floating oh. around. The, the the best example that I've given all along is South Korea. South Korea is probably the perfect example of the perfect country that from the very beginning of the COVID-19 outbreak just took it seriously and did things the right way. Contact racing. And despite being one of the most densely populated countries in the world, I mean, people crawling all over each other in South Korea, despite the fact that they're right in Asia, right near the epicenter of the epidemic, they were never affected by COVID-19 at all. Comparatively Ever. speaking, you're, you're right. and uh, I, it, w- they, it was never a thing. 
you know, they uh, attribute that to contact tracing. And uh, do you give up privacy to have uh, the government know where you've been and who you've been with, and it's all on your phone? Mm, yeah, but they did uh, s- largely survive uh, the pandemic. Uh, it wasn't nearly as bad there as, as in most other countries. I heard a great point the other day. Do you know Bill Burr, the comedian? One of my mm-hmm. favorites. Yeah. From Boston originally. Great. Arguably the best comedian out there today. He, he was talking about the vaccine on his podcast the other day, and he would say, you know, I'm sick and tired of these people who say, you know, I just don't trust the science. And he made a genius point. He said, these are the same people who, if these same doctors came out with a shot, that can flatten your tummy or give you bigger boobs or get rid of the wrinkles in your face, they would sign up and do it immediately. And he's right. He's right. All of these same people who refuse the science of the vaccine, and yet we have people walking around the country with plastic surgery, the women are getting the Botox, dudes are even getting butt lifts and everything else. He's right. If it was a shot that could just make your boobs bigger, everybody would be lining up. But no, it's it's a shot that can save you from a deadly virus. So I, so we refuse it, except for the <laughs> whoever hand volleyball team or the handball team, they wouldn't be in line to get bigger boobs. No, they wouldn't. Because they wouldn't. That's right. By the way, I I saw the um, uh, an interview yesterday in the Tennessee and with um, the family of Phil Valentine, the uh, talk host who is uh, he's in critical condition yeah. with, with COVID. Uh, not on a ventilator, but uh, having to be planked every uh, three hours or so to keep numbers, flip him over to keep the fluid from uh, filling his, his lungs. And one of his brothers noted that he went out and got the vaccine almost immediately. Another of the Valentine brothers did not. But uh, that uh, Phil had said, you know, if, I don't see any reason to get the vaccine unless you have a uh, unless you're immunosuppressed, uh, no need to get th- that. Was like three weeks ago. Now he is very, very, very sick. His brother said, and I thought this was interesting. He said, "Yeah, I got the vaccine. My other brother is not. But you know what? Um, if the election results had been different and Trump had won, I will guarantee you it would be the Biden people who would be hesitant to get the vaccine." Hundred percent not true. I can't believe he said that. I voted that. for Joe Biden, and I can tell you it's not true about me. I, it, it's still people, being very much politicized. I, I just, I don't, un, I also don't understand, though, Bill, more so than just being politicized. What I never understand is people who take, say, a global health epidemic or any kind of major issue, and they're so small-minded, it's just, it's all about them. They can't understand the severity of this until it happens to them. There's no amount of numbers. There's no amount of hospitalizations. There's no amount of nurses. You know the nurses? They're your next-door neighbors. You know the people you see in church? They go to work every day at Erlanger. Some of them don't get paid a lot of money. These are the ones who wipe your butt, you know, when you're paralyzed. The nurses. They've been crying for a year now. For a year. Desperate to get us to understand. Do you understand the severity of this? Do you understand? Doctors, nurses at Erlanger and at these hospitals all across the United States, we can barely even function because we're overrun with patients who are just near death. 
and cannot help themselves. And there's nothing we can do anymore. We're overworked. We've been working 26-hour days. Do you not understand? And, and, and the reality is, the reality is, is that there's a lot of people out there who are so ignorant and so unintellectual that they can't grasp anything until they end up on a ventilator. And then when they do, they just try to flip it around on the rest of us. Yeah, well, if you were in my position and if Trump had won, you would have done the same thing. No, I'm not an ignoramus. That's the difference. I can grasp things that are bigger than me just because I'm not a selfish prick. Do you understand? I was listening to the nurses. I know a lot of friends who are nurses at Erlanger. They're all great people. When they come to me and they're telling me, my God, it's out of control. I wish people would take this seriously. Do you know what I do, folks, because I'm not an ignorant, selfish jerk? I listen to them. So these people who just, they, they can't understand anything until it happens to them. Man, I never thought that this was anything serious until I ended up on a ventilator. Really? Did you not read anything? Yeah, then you're not paying attention. Did you not turn on the radio, listen to the TV, listen to a pod, listen to your own doctor? Did you not hear the nurses? The nurses in your community, desperate, overworked, crying out for help and assistance because the hospitals and the ERs are so overrun. Were you living under a rock? I mean, look, you know, in the case of a Phil Valentine, I wish him the best, but it's, it's, it's kind of hard to have sympathy. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's really hard to have sympathy because we've known about this for over a year. And if you're a decent human being, you take things seriously, even if it doesn't affect you personally. All right? World War II, we did not get involved in World War II when the Nazis were going nuts all across Europe. That did not necessarily involve us directly. And for a few years, we sat it out for that reason. And then finally, we say, you know what? <laughs> this is a lot bigger than just us. We need to take this seriously and correct matters. That's why we got involved. It doesn't have to involve you to be serious. Stop being about yourself. I'm just I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. it, it's, it I, I don't understand it, and I never will. 6.54. Let's get an update on sports.